do not ask me what I want to be when I grow up. Don't ask me that. If you ask me that, I will break down and cry. I really will. Like, <laughs> I will sob in front of you. Um, because I am doubting my career choices. Ooh. Yeah. 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 It's really tragic. Um, I, if you don't know, which you probably don't because I haven't really talked about it that much, maybe mentioned it in passing, I am an elementary education major. Now, I saw an article the other day talking about what are the majors that people regret the most once they graduate college, and education was pretty high up there. It was very sad, very depressing, and I was like, eesh, hmm, what have I done? <laughs> Especially as someone who's like a senior. Like, I'm literally doing student teaching right now. Like, tomorrow. Tomorrow I gotta go student teach some fifth graders. Um, you, it, it feels like I've made the wrong decision. Which is very scary. It feels like, it feels like I should have changed my major. Um, obviously I'm not gonna do that. I have one semester left, and then I graduate. Sometimes it feels like I should. Sometimes it feels like, you know what? I'll change my, my major and just do another two years of college. Literally disgusting. Literally, I'm not doing that, ever. That's horrible. Um, I'm going to suck it up for the next six months and call it a day. But sometimes I do feel like I should do that. But before we get into the low-key depressing conversation about not knowing what you want to do with your life, I saw this TikTok that was super duper, it was really funny. It made me giggle. It made me be like, that's totally me. Um, and it was this TikTok about uh, education majors, what it's like to be a student teacher. And I just felt so, felt so seen with those ones, talking about like how you have to wake up so early. Um, it just it just really encapsulated like the good, the bad, and the ugly, and especially the comments. The comments were really going in on the ugly, talking about how they don't get paid, how we have to do EdTPA. If you don't know what it is, you're so lucky. <laughs> um, and Praxis and all those things. And I was like, yo, these are my people. Like, we're really suffering together. And I feel like a lot of people think that the education major is an easy major. And to some extent, it is kind of like easier course-wise like the work is not um, I'm not busting my brains like I'm not I'm not breaking down in tears the night before a test because I don't have tests I write lesson plans and I do them in front of a bunch of kids but that is still scary in itself so and also there's a time commitment that other college classes don't have and you don't get paid for it which <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about I promise but um, with the easier coursework comes different challenges is what I would say. Um, so your courses aren't as hard, um, but you have to pay for it in another way is kind of like the simplified version. But I'm going to link that TikTok in the description. That TikTok was so funny. If you ever want to know what it's like to student teach, watch that because it's, it's so true. So, so, so true. I think you could probably figure out, but I don't really like my major. This is no hate to other education majors who are passionate about their major. I typically don't talk about my feelings towards my major um, to anyone except for my mom and a couple of my friends because it feels kind of like I'm shitting on people who want to become teachers and like want to do this like selfish, selfless role um, and it makes me feel kind of selfish that I don't want to anymore. Um, 
so I, I typically like don't talk about it. And I feel like I does kind of feel like I'm insulting their dreams or like their, their profession that they dedicated their life to if I express my feelings to them. So I, I typically avoid it. But with you guys, I'm going to be honest. If you are like an educator or a teacher, I applaud you. It's so freaking hard. Like I, I taught for the whole day um, a couple days ago and like I literally was gone. The, the next day I was just like, I can't. I need to just lay down. I need to just sleep. And I slept for a long time, um, recovering from entertaining, well, not entertaining, instructing children in a way that's entertaining for them for eight hours straight. Eesh. It was real hard. And do I want to do it again? It was kind of fun. Like, I, I enjoyed aspects of it, but I don't know if I enjoyed it enough to do that again. Well, Let's, let's talk about why I picked my major, why I decided that elementary education was perfect for me. So, as an education major, I knew that I was guaranteed to have a job. I knew that this major, when I leave college, will give me a job. And that was one of the things I was really afraid of, going into college, picking a major and not being able to do anything with my major, or being unemployed for a long time because I picked the wrong major was something that was like really real and really scary to me, which now that I think about it was like not as big of a deal as I thought it was, but I think a lot of the adults around me made me feel like it was a big deal. Other sources of media, maybe YouTube videos or just other implied comments in our society where I felt like, well, I can't be an art major, I can't be a theater major because what am I going to do with that? How am I going to make money? And that was especially important for me as someone who has student loans. Um, I need to make that money back ASAP so that I can pay off my loans. So, I mean, this if you're a theater, if you're an art major, good for you. I wish I, I wish I had done that because I might be in a happier spot than I am now. And along with the job security that made me feel good, um, I also liked the comfort that I took in knowing exactly what awaited me at each step. Well, to some degree. I knew that I would go to college, I'd become a teacher, and I would get summers off. And... I'd be able to write books in the summer and I would just have like this, it, it, it just felt familiar and comforting to me, probably because that's the type of schedule and lifestyle that I've lived my entire life. And I was like, oh, I can just keep doing this. Like, I don't need to do nothing in the scary adult real world. I can just keep doing what I've already been doing just as a teacher instead of a student. That's legit. Like, I'll go do that. And I also was passionate about education and teaching. Um, and I was really good with, I'm really good with kids. Um, and I enjoy kids, they make me laugh, um, and when, uh, you see all your hard work pay off, it's really fulfilling, but something changed, and the first strike to this, or maybe, like, the first domino that fell and incited the mass collapse of, um, what I, knowing what I wanted to do after college was my classes. My classes literally, when I was a junior in my fall semester, last, so last year, going to some of my classes literally made me feel like I wanted to die inside. Like, like it was so bad. The professors were like, bad. I don't know, like I just really was not enjoying my classes, which is really strange for me as someone 
usually when you want to become a teacher when you're an education major you have had like pleasant experiences in school and if you haven't you want to change that for the better but for in my case I've had pleasant experiences with school and I enjoy being academically challenged and not only were my classes not academically challenging they were also they felt kind of redundant and pointless like it felt like like a waste of time to be honest with you and my classes to this day still kind of feel like a waste of time like like I basically had to teach myself and I know some college classes are like that but not only did I have to teach myself like it didn't feel like I was going to be able to use information as a teacher so I was just like what am I doing here so that was the beginning and also this is a side note in those classes, a lot of the professors are, like, former teachers, which is great. You know, who better to teach you how to teach than someone who's a former teacher, at least in theory, until you're sitting in a class full of other 20, 21-year-olds, and there's this there's this lady standing in front of the classroom talking about, clap once if you can hear me. Like, what utter bullshit? Or, like, put your hand on your head if you're done. Why would I do that dumbass shit? Like, aren't I 21? Why would I do that? Like, that's so belittling and I hate when they do that and then to make it to make matters even worse like when I go to the student when I go student teaching and I do professional development days which you know I have to do even though I don't get paid I'm sorry I won't say it anymore but just in case you forgot you don't get paid for student teaching even though you spend so many hours there I think I spent like $300 this semester at the elementary school anyway 300 hours unpaid I promise I'll edit it out I'll edit this out just just a a straight tear (laughs) um what was i saying oh yeah at professional development days they still do that same shit to teachers like they'll be like like and expect you to clap back like we're grown adults treat us like them treat us like a grown adult because we are don't treat us like these these first graders these third graders these fifth graders because it feels disrespectful in a way. <sighs> yeah, that really gets me, that really grinds my gears. Like, that gets me all worked up. I hate when they do that. Um, and don't even get me started on the racial demographics of my classes and the fact that I have only had two professors that are people of color in this college. <laughs> Something's gotta be wrong. How is the whole prob- the whole program? about advocating for diversity and understanding diverse students and you don't got nobody from a diverse background talking about it like i'm supposed to listen to it from you a white woman Mm, i appreciate the the sentiment and the efforts maybe but mm, it's not hitting the same it's not hitting the same get me a woman of color a man of color which i understand is hard to come by um and the higher education realm especially higher education about teaching but make it work you got enough money to hire the people if you really wanted to do it you probably would have by now anyway i definitely feel limited academically by my major i feel like i could be taking so much more interesting classes like i don't even know what classes i took this past semester they were that pointless and my other friends are like doing taking really cool classes because they have a bunch of room in their schedule as seniors and i have like like i i'm not even allowed to pick what classes i want they just tell me what to register for and i just do it um so i feel like like every aspect of my college experience is being micromanaged 
when like when I was a freshman, I knew that I wanted to have a ma uh, minor in creative writing. And the first thing the advisor said is it's not going to be feasible because the education major is um, doesn't provide a lot of room in your schedule to do miscellaneous things. Like what? Excuse me, ma'am. She better be so glad she quit after that year because I would have come after her. <laughs> um, but this is what I'm talking about. It feels like my my whole college experience was micromanaged, and all these red flags were there. But I was like, no, but for the kids, no, this is my passion, blah, 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 blah. And even if all these things are true, even if it still continues to be my passion to this day, it doesn't really make what they were saying to me and how they treat our college experience right. Like, for instance, this year they are allowing us to have the college spring break. Um, in the past, you were required to take the spring break of the school district where you were interning. Um... And so basically you couldn't go to any spring break trips with your friends senior year. Uh, and they made it seem like when they were like, guess what, guys, you get the college spring break. Isn't that so nice? And you also get the school spring break, school district spring break. That's for so generous. Like, we are so generous. It kind of felt like they were gaslighting us. I was like, we should get this, the college spring break along with everyone else. I don't know, maybe I'm just complaining, but I like complaining, so what, what about it? <laughs> but basically, basically, what I'm saying is, uh, the program is very time intensive, and they expect you to be willing to sacrifice a lot uh, with the sentiment that we're lucky to be able to even step foot in a classroom and gain this kind of hands-on experience, which to some extent I was like, okay, yeah, I can kind of see what you're talking about, but... The, the extent that we're expected to make sacrifices where I have to pay for my own background check and fingerprinting and I have to pay a $300 lab fee every semester that I intern um, and on top of textbook expenses and gas expenses and lunch expenses to be able to attend this internship with no pay is kind of ex like exploiting us to some extent. Um, like even, even if you were like, oh, we all we got is a dollar an hour. Like that's, that would be something that would be at least something. I'm sure I would probably complain even then. I'd be like, we deserve more than the dollar, but that's not the point. The point is that we get zero. Yeah. And honestly, education is a field where you do end up feeling really fulfilled by the progress that your students are making and the relationships that you form and feeling fulfilled is great, but is it wrong for me to want more than gratification that comes in the form of appreciation? Like, I'm talking about money. Is it wrong for me to crave, to desire that money that other paid interns get in other fields? I don't know. But they sure make me feel like it is. Um, and also, I kind of want upward mobility. Like, I want to be able to I want to be able to like work hard and then see my efforts pay off not just in the success that my students have or or stuff like that also like raises and like moving up in positions but it's kind of like once you become a teacher like that's kind of it like maybe you could go into curriculum building or maybe you could go into administration but it feels like there's no like upward mobility as as a teacher besides getting tenured but all teachers get tenured once you reach a certain amount of years whether you're good or bad um, and trust me i've met some bad tenured teachers so you may be wondering 
what the hell took you so long to realize this? To be honest with you, I don't know. I got the same questions as you. Why it took me so long to get to the realization that I that I did. And when I did get to this realization, it was really rough. Like, it was real rough. Like, I went through all of the stages of grief. <laughs> it was it was quite interesting. Like, I had denial. That's the first stage of grief. I was like, no, I do like my major. Like, I literally gaslighted myself. I was like, Sydney, this is just like a hard phase in your life. This is just, this, the program is just challenging. You do like your major and you are passionate about education and you're going to be a great teacher and you're so excited. And I was like, I was like, you just got to get through these classes and it's going to be fantastic from there on out. Uh, but it's, it wasn't. And then after denial, I was angry. I was so mad. I was mad at myself for not realizing this sooner. I was mad at the unfairness of the whole program that I felt like I was experiencing. And then, of course, I was bargaining. I was like, well, maybe if I, uh, if I just, just get through the day, if I just get through uh, Monday, or I would count down, I'd be like, oh, yeah, there's only like 50 more days left. That's just 10 days, 50 times. No big deal. I can do that. Or I'd be like, oh, there's only three more semesters left. I can do that. Um, no problem. <laughs> And then I went through depression. I will not depression. I was extreme sadness. I was so sad. Like I just felt lost. I was like, well, what am I gonna do now? What, how did, how did we get here? Oh my gosh, like what, what have I done? I felt like I, I had tried so hard to make all the right choices to make, to choose a major that was gonna give me a, a job and that people that was a respected career that I somehow made the wrong choice in all of my efforts or at least the wrong choice for me personally for me and my efforts to make the wrong, the right choice after evaluating all the things all the criteria that I thought I needed to evaluate to make the right choice and then we came to acceptance which is I would I'm proud to say that's where I am now I I am accepting that I don't my the way that uh I thought my life would turn out uh, three years ago is not the track that I'm on anymore. That I'm exploring different opportunities. Um, and I, I'm kind of coming to terms with that more and more every day. Uh, I remind myself constantly that I can always come back to teaching and I also remind myself that I don't need to worry about making the right decisions. Like I'm young enough to make the wrong decisions and recover from them and I use the time when I am to make those decisions um, and I can always come back to teaching if I try all these different things I'm like actually uh, I did teaching was pretty good I had it pretty good I can come back like there's nothing that's gonna stop me or that's gonna tell me that I can't do that because I will have my certification in teaching after I graduate so yeah I realize that the decisions I'm making don't or they aren't as permanent as I'm making them seem so I should really just go with my gut and this happened to me I think I was talking about it earlier uh, senior year of high school as well I talked I talked about it in a previous episode where I had to make a choice between two decisions 
and I chose the harder one and I felt so relieved after I made the decision to uh, go against what was expected of me. I felt like this great relief and I, I'm excited for the day where I can feel that relief again. Um, and hopefully I don't cave under the pressure. There are a lot of people who want me to become a teacher um, or, or think that you know, having another black woman teaching is gonna be like great for other black students, which it is, it would be. Um, but I am not responsible for making other people's dreams come true. And I'm not obligated to become a teacher just because other people would benefit from it. And that's what I have to remember, really, plain and simple. That's, that's what I have to come to terms with. Or just keep in mind as I go through the challenging parts of breaking the bad news to people who want me to become a teacher. I had a really interesting conversation about boundaries the other day with my um, writing group that I'm a part of, this writing community, and it really affirmed a lot of the thoughts that I've been having lately with um, not wanting to disappoint others but also needing to understand that I'm not responsible for other people's feelings, meaning that I'm not, I, it's, it's not my responsibility to protect other people from disappointment because of my choices, especially if my choices are being made for my own well-being. Um, so in this case, a lot of people would be really happy to see me become a teacher. I've heard a lot of black women at my internship saying how happy they are that I'm there because um, they, they it would it's great to have another black teacher black female teacher in the building that's a role model especially a young black woman as a role model for these students um, which is a great sentiment one that I definitely agree with but it puts a lot of pressure on me especially as someone who doesn't really want to become a teacher anymore and obviously they don't know that they're doing this. They think I'm a fourth year education major. They think that they are encouraging my passion, which I so desperately wish is true. But I need to, in the long term, like I did in the past, make decisions that will ensure the best quality of life for myself. Um, so instead of feeling guilty about disappointing people because I'm not entering the same profession as them or what they thought uh, they what they thought I wanted isn't actually what I wanted. I need to just stop holding on to those feelings and holding on to that sense of responsibility because reality is it's not my responsibility. It's not my duty to protect them from disappointment uh, based on decisions that make me happier in the long term. And <laughs> it it's just hard though because I go to my internship and my students will ask me things like um do you like being a teacher and it's just the the vulnerability in their question and the genuineness in their question makes me so desperately want to answer them honestly because I always strive to answer my students honestly at all times um because I think it's important for them to have an adult figure in their life that values transparency and understands that even though they're a kid they can handle um, complex ideas, complex feelings, complex topics, um, with that, that's not to a certain, certain extent sugar-coated for them. I always, I always aspire to be that, that real person for them. 
But this is a question that I have a lot of trouble answering truthfully, and I often lie and say that I love being a teacher, or that I just say that I do. I'll say, yes, I, I do like being a teacher. Um, and it makes me feel a little bit guilty because part of me is wondering if they're asking me these questions because they see me and also might want to become a teacher because of me. And then it's like, but then they don't even know that I don't even really want to become a teacher. And it's just like, it feels so shitty. Like, it feels, it really feels, it feels, it feels really not good um, to feel like I can't answer my students as honestly as I would like. I mean, just, just put yourself in my shoes for a second. Imagine a 10-year-old comes up to you, right? A 10-year-old that obviously looks up to you, comes up to you and says, do you like being a teacher? And they're looking at you with these big eyes and it's another little black girl and you just want to be that that perfect role model for them. And you know that you, you kind of don't want to mess up the trust that you've built by lying, but you also know that the things that you're struggling with are kind of an internal problem that you yourself need to sort out before you can appropriately answer that question. Um, and so you kind of just do what you can to get past it and not like freak out, have a meltdown in front of this 10 year old child. Um, it's just really rough. It's, it's really rough not knowing what you want to do, especially when you're in a, an environment where everybody thinks that you know what you want to do and everybody thinks that your next steps are, um, guaranteed for you. And don't get me wrong. I... I think that I was very fortunate with the mentor that I got and the school that I was placed in. It just, it just to some extent feels like it's not for me. And I, it's, it was devastating for me to come to that realization because so much of my identity and so much of my hopes and plans were built upon this I, this, this goal of becoming a teacher um, to the point where when I realized that I didn't want to do that anymore, I was like, well, what now? What what am I supposed to do with with this information Honestly, I'm feeling like ooh, like everything I did was was worthless, was for no reason. Like, I just wasted a bunch of my time. But I know it's not a waste of time. I know that one day I'll look back at this and be grateful for the turmoil and the struggle and the, the existential crisis and know that in the long run it's something that helped me become the person that I one day will be. So, yeah, I don't know. It feels not good, but it's whatever. I'm getting through it one day at a time and hoping that one of these days I'll figure out what it is that I actually want to be when I grow up. And, you know, I love my kids. I love my students at my internship. They really do um, remind me of the reason why I chose the career path that I chose. Uh, they make me laugh. I know that I'm making a difference in their life, and they're definitely make a dif making a difference in mine. It's just like, I don't even know how to explain it, but I wake up and I'm, like, unhappy to when I'm going to my internship or when I'm going to classes. And I don't even know what's wrong with me because it would be so easy to become a teacher for me. Not like becoming a teacher is easy. I'm struggling <laughs> to finish my senior year of college. But what I mean is that it would just be so easy to follow those steps that are laid out for me. You know, I could become a teacher. I could save up my money. I could 
get my own place eventually, do my gardening, gardening, um, chill out with my dog and stay in the community that I've grown up in. But it just feels like, I don't know, like too easy. Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It just feels wrong. I feel unhappy and I'm feeling like if I feel unhappy about it, then, then I must have to change directions or change something because I don't want my unhappiness to affect my students. Um, it was, it had even gotten to the point where I felt like nauseous every day that I had to go to my internship and I have no idea why. Like I enjoy the students. I, I don't really like the education system in America and it, it, you know, that in itself frustrates me, but I used to have like this vigor, this passion to want to change it for the better and contribute to that and, or even like make it better for the education experience just better for children who are in it but at some point like that just became not enough the kids bringing me joy making me laugh just became not enough to overshadow my own unhappiness um and I really am trying to do some soul searching to figure out why I've been like feeling unhappy all of a sudden well I know it started last last year fall semester when I was a junior when my classes literally sucked so bad like all of my education classes I think that was the first semester where I had more than three education classes and I just felt like as someone who loves school I hated those classes I skipped class for the first time that semester because it was so bad um so that from that point it went downhill and also they ask a lot from you they are like yeah you gotta go to the library do tutoring and I understand getting the hands-on experience but it's like I want to stay on campus and walk to my classes like everyone else. Like, I don't want to have to go drive places to fulfill my major requirements. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. And, and I feel kind of stupid. Like, why am I rebelling? Why am I, I... Like, there's... I have a perfect opportunity in front of me. I have a career that I could just grab hold of if I want. And I don't want it. <laughs> I just... I don't... It's, you know, this thinking about that life just sound feels so yucky to me. Um, and I don't know if it has something to do with not wanting to stay in an area where I grew up in or what. But I just feel like this itch, this urge that I haven't been able to ignore to do something different, to follow my dreams. I mean, I did say the plan was to teach and then write my books over the summer and one day you know just use teaching as a transition type of thing that I enjoyed in the meantime um until I was able to get some books published and may hopefully write full-time as a profession um but it's like even that I feel like I can't I can't do it like I can't it's not I'm I'm not gonna make it long enough to do that um and I really don't know why I feel so deeply unhappy um with the thought of becoming a teacher. I don't know. I feel like I need to do some some type of soul searching or something. I don't know. I feel like really frustrated with myself. Like, why am I switching up all of a sudden? And it feels even worse when I get those questions from my students about if I like teaching or not. And I, I like literally can't tell them to. I literally am like, yes, I love teaching. <laughs> and you know, to some extent I do. It's not that I hate teaching or anything. When I'm teaching lessons, sometimes I'm like, this is so much fun, especially when the vibes are right and the students are really in it. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I'm confused and I'm mad that I'm confused, really, to summarize. So, I also had to recognize that there's a difference at, um, there's a difference between being good at something versus being passionate about something. Now, I've always had um, a knack with kids to the point where when I was going through my stages of grief, whenever I worked at my part-time job and a little kid would like instantly smile when they saw me, like I would get upset. Like I would be mad. <laughs> like, I would be mad that I was good at interacting with kids because it reminded me of the fact that um, I would be, I would probably be good at teaching because teaching came natu naturally to me and interacting with kids came naturally to me. <laughs> so like that was part of my anger. Um, but yeah, because I've always been good at kids, I was like, oh, this is going to be the perfect field. I'm good with kids. I like kids. I like learning. I like school. And I get to write during the summer. Bing, bong, perfect. Perfect situation. Um, but I don't really know if I was ever passionate about teaching or if I just kind of like enjoyed it enough to say that, yeah, I could see myself doing this for the rest of my life, which is not bad. Um, you don't have to be passionate about your job, uh, but this is not a good job to not be passionate about because it, it burns you out and also you don't get <laughs> paid enough for that level of burnout if it's not accompanied with some type of passion that's fueling you. And basically my thing is I don't want to let it get to the point where I become a bad teacher because of my own inner unhappiness like the students don't deserve that and I feel like there's already enough teachers like that out there so if I think that my passion is not strong enough to power me through the ups and downs of education I don't even want to get started because I would hate I would hate so much to become that teacher that makes a student feel bad about themselves or feel like they're not smart enough or not good enough just because of an adult that is taking out their frustrations on them I just don't want that. I just, I would, I would hate myself if I became a teacher like that. Um, and so I feel like when I get these feelings of doubt, or I feel like, hey, I actually don't know if teaching is for me, maybe I should just trust those feelings because if I don't, it could lead me somewhere unhealthy for me and the students in my classroom. So the other day I was thinking, I was like, you know, just fantasizing while I was wasting my time in one of my pointless classes. <laughs> Man, I hope my professors don't listen to this. Um, but uh, I was thinking about what I would change my major to if I could like go back in time and whisper in my ear as a freshman. I would probably change my major to information sciences. Um, so I would double major in information sciences and um, creative writing, English. And then I would have two minors, one in Spanish and one in Korean. Um, because when I really think about it, those are the classes that I enjoyed the most in college. Uh, I don't know why I didn't follow those. I guess I thought, I guess I thought, I don't know what I thought, but I thought I was, I thought I was going to enjoy my education classes too. And to be honest, there were a couple education classes that I liked. I really enjoyed teaching students with disabilities. I loved that class. And I also liked reading children's literature. 
that was also a really banger class. Um, but as we know, I like to read, so of course I'm gonna like reading children's literature and discussing uh, its role in our life and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but I would I would change. That's what I would change my major to if I could go back in time. But I also I also appreciate my major for the skills that it's given me. I appreciate. Uh, the student teaching experience that's let me become a better public speaker and better able to articulate my thoughts. I was deathly afraid of public speaking because of a traumatizing experience in college, which I will definitely get into at another episode. But um, I feel like this, this experience has made me more desensitized to public speaking and my fear isn't like as all consuming as it used to be. Yeah, so even within the darkness, there are little little spots of light. I don't think that, although I do, I, though I do regret my major a little bit, I still think that I got value from my major. Um, and I did end up being able to minor in creative writing, so <laughs> suck it, uh, Glenn. I'm going to say your name, Glenn. Not your full name, but suck it, Glenn. Um, <laughs> though I did have to take a couple winter classes and summer classes but that is not related to creative writing minor that was some other programs that she also didn't want me to do that I did anyway anyway suck it Glenn um so where do we go from here what now what next I've got no freaking clue man no clue at all I don't know where we go from here I'm just as confused as you I guess we'll find out what I want to be when I grow up. I mean, I know what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be an author. But being an author does not pay the bills while you're reading the first book or while you're writing the first book. It It's kind of a, a long-term thing where you you write the first book and then hopefully that gains enough traction for you to make enough money to eat food while you're writing the second book and hopefully that book makes enough traction for you to make enough money to to have a place to live and you know so on and so forth and also it's just like a lengthy process in general so realistically i know that i need to have a job um while i'm writing my books um and i thought teaching could be that for me that transitional job but it's looking like it, it can't it's looking like it can more and more every day well, with that, I'm gonna end the episode here. Sorry if this one bummed you out. I bummed myself out a little bit. But if you have been having the same type of feelings, feel free to DM the podcast at Jumbo Podcast on Instagram. I would love, love, love to talk with more people who are going through the same kind of things as me. Or maybe if you're just entering college and you're not sure, I would love to talk to you about what I think. So, as always, I hope tomorrow is an amazing day for you. I am throwing all the good luck your way. I hope you kill it tomorrow with whatever is stressing you out. Um, I know you're going to do a great job, and I know that once whatever stressing you out is over, you're going to be so proud of yourself. Just keep that in mind. I know you can do it, and I know that I can do it because... Um, what is that saying? Like, with time passing, all good things come to an end? No, that's not right. <laughs> Whatever. As time will pass and the things that we're dreading 
will come and go and they won't seem as big of a deal as they once did. Okay, well, I am looking forward to talking with you guys again and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.